Hello and welcome to this special episode of the John Henry Weston Show, where I'm very pleased to bring you one of the protesters, one of the pro-Trump protesters who was actually at the rally and then in front of the Capitol building actually defending the Capitol building doors from being smashed in by what seems to be Antifa playing a false flag operation. You're going to want to stay tuned. Before we begin, let me remind you to please go directly to lifesitenews.com. We are being absolutely censored by Facebook, Twitter, now YouTube as well sometimes. So please go to lifesitenews.com directly up at the right-hand side of the page. You're going to notice something called subscribe. If you hit that button, you'll be kept up to date on everything we produce, including all of our videos, wherever they might be hosted. And let's begin now, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're going to call you Joseph. So, Joseph, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on. I totally understand with the massive cancel culture going on right now, you don't want to use your real name. So, but I want to thank you for being on the program. If you can start, just tell us. First of all, you're from out of state, you're not from DC. You came, you're a Trump supporter. Why did you come to D.C. in the first place? Well, I came down to support Trump. I think the election was stolen from him. I think there's no way Biden got 80, was 81 million votes. There's just so much rampant evidence of fraud that I had to come out and say something about it. Now, you played a very interesting role because there's a lot of video out there of people smashing windows. And there's one particular video uh, that's most interesting. A lot of people are screaming Antifa, 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 while a guy is using some kind of a baton to kind of smash an upper window there. Um, And then someone tackles him and brings him down. Uh, I want to get your perspective on that because you faced something very similar where you also heard the crowd chanting Antifa and were defending. Can you tell us what happened? Well, it was after uh, we had gotten up on top of the scaffolding onto like the second tier of the Capitol. And uh, I think there was uh, the middle door that the people were trying to get into and then there were two windows on the outside of that. So I was up standing near one of the windows and, you know, some kind of lanky looking guy came up with a stick and started bashing it. A few of the other uh, uh, people around there were saying he was Antifa and chased him off, but he kept trying to come back. So uh, the people around there asked, actually they asked a friend of mine first to guard the window. He was there uh, with me and he guarded it for a while and then I took over after him. You know, he, he did come back a few times. There were a couple of Trump supporters who were angry, who I think were incited by all the stuff going on around them who came up, but they were pretty easy to talk down. And once you, you know, talk them down, they didn't really come back or try to break anything. But the Antifa people kept coming back. Now, how clear to you was it that they were in fact Antifa people? So I hadn't uh, seen them before myself, but other people around me were saying that they had seen them with Antifa earlier that day. There was footage that uh, we saw of various groups huddled together of obvious Antifa people making plans to cause a ruckus. Um, a lot of those guys were in hard hats. What were the ones coming to break the window? What were they wearing? 
So he was just in a, I think it was a red shirt, and I think he had a red hat on, but I don't think it was a MAGA hat. It was just a regular red hat. He, he had, like, no clear markings on him that I could see. Like, they, they, like everybody else there had, you know, flags on, like a Gadsden flag or an American flag or something. I didn't notice. There was, there was one thing that kind of seemed odd is that he didn't really have any particular markings on him. What's the mood there? Describe the mood as as uh, you saw it. Uh, you said while you were walking there, um, you know, there was some interaction with police. Um, describe what, what happened. We joined the march, you know, as people were walking up the, uh, I forget what that's called, the stretch from the, the obelisk up to the Capitol. Right. And, you know, we just kind of merged in with the crowd there. You know, I thought we were just going around to the the stage where there was going to be another set of speeches in the protest. And then uh, I guess people started throwing fireworks at the police. I'm not sure who was throwing the fireworks. And then I saw the police attacking people in the crowd. And then the crowd got upset that they were being attacked and they ended up just pushing past the police into the courtyard at the Capitol. It really is quite something with such a large crowd to try and figure out who's who and what's what, particularly with some of what some people are calling false flag operations, uh, where Antifa's inciting uh, the crowd. There's some incredible video, which we've seen from Epic Times had it out, where they do kind of a uh, an analysis of the type of instigation that seemed to go on. You had people egging on the crowd and then doing a lot of the big time damage themselves and then backing away and letting happen what, whatever happened thereafter. And that seemed to happen right with the shooting of uh, of that young lady, the former veteran. Uh, so it was very, very uh, tragic indeed. So you were saying as, as, uh, as you were going up there. Yeah, so after uh, people had forced their way into the courtyard, uh, it was kind of like packed in there like sardines pretty tightly. I know there was tear gas going off in there for a while, and that would kind of break it up a little bit, but there wasn't much space to move. So people started climbing uh, up the scaffolding, which was on either side of the Capitol, and then you could go up, uh, I think the top of it was like four stories. The lower part was only a couple stories. I, I actually saw something I was surprised to see was there was like little old ladies with walking canes who climbed up the scaffolding. I held their canes for them and stuff, but, uh, but you know, then once you're, once you're actually up on the, the scaffolding, um, it just joins with where the stairs go down normally. So, you know, then you could actually leave if you wanted to, or just stay up at the, the top of the terrace, which is where I was. This is where the people were that were trying to break through to trying to break these windows that you were guarding. Yeah, they, they would keep coming from time to time because it was more spaced out up top where people could actually come and go up the stairs and get there. I'm like down in the courtyard. And why were you defending the the Capitol building? Why were you stopping it from being uh, windows from being broken? What was the motivation there? I didn't want us to be portrayed in the media the way we are as we're just, you know, looking like crazy rioters trying to smash things. I figured if, if, even if we did make it, if the group moved into the capital and occupied it or something, it, it should be peaceful. And I think, you know, that's what a lot of people thought. They you know, they were just planning on going and standing there, not smashing up the place, which is what uh, some people were trying to do. Right. There have been countless sit-ins at the Capitol, although that might be new to some people. Uh, there's very often sit-ins at the Capitol. Uh, but uh, this one is being described uh, by Joe Biden as uh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> you having been there yourself and seeing it and perhaps its aftermath, can you tell us what you thought of what was going on? 
Well, so one thing I saw the media was saying that everyone was armed and marched in there. I didn't see anyone there who was armed. Uh, my friend says he saw one guy with a knife, but as far as I know, it was never used. You know, the only thing they were armed with was the flagpoles that they had. And uh, I think a couple of them grabbed uh, weapons off of the police and grabbed the riot shields off of the police. In fact, oh. I have a video of that happening. But actually, there was one uh, old lady who was up there, and she didn't even know that we weren't like supposed to be up there, that we had gone through the barricade at that point. I guess she had come up the stairs later. So she was asking me, well, uh, what, what's the, the deal with the police? Why are they all surrounding us? And I explained, you know, how we pushed through the barrier earlier. And uh, she was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to get tear gas. And then she just ran off down the steps. So. <laughs> unbelievable. So, I mean, what is being portrayed right now is uh, is just an unbelievable picture. So it's very good to talk to you because you're giving us perspective from on the ground as, as one of the people actually defending uh, the Capitol building from damage. What are your thoughts for America right now as to tell them really what's happened as opposed to what they're getting from the mainstream media right now? Well, this isn't just some violent mob that's trying to overthrow the government. It was a group of protesters who, I think some of who got a little bit hot-headed when, especially when Antifa started instigating things. Um, not to say they wouldn't have done anything on their own, but uh, it certainly wouldn't have been as bad. And I think they were there for a peaceful protest, but the, the stage just seemed to disappear and no one knew where we were supposed to go once we got down to the Capitol. It seems like a lot of things were put into this to try to make it look as bad as possible. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, any parting thoughts for us? Well, I will tell you uh, about the police officer who died. I didn't see him get beat or anything, but I will say as an added uh, you know, bonus thing, I did see a guy with a fire extinguisher spraying you know, up near the doorway earlier. And then I had heard some commotion later on about how a guy had his, uh, someone had taken a, tried to take a police officer's, uh, I guess it was a mace cannon or something, and pulled away from him, ended up dragging him out into the crowd. And all I heard from the crowd was people yelling, safe passage, safe passage, saying, don't hurt the police officer, just take his weapon and let him pass. And so that I didn't actually see what happened to the police officer, but from what I had heard, it sounded like they just ushered him out of the crowd and didn't really hurt him. So I was surprised to hear later that he actually died. I guess someone hit him with the fire extinguisher. Yeah, there's a there's video now of uh, a fella throwing uh, the fire extinguisher at police um, and it hitting an officer on the head. And I, I believe that uh, that was fatal. It seems that's from the video that it seems so. And and one of the officers died. Uh, officer Sicknick uh, passed away uh, tragically in this thing. And and so they are searching for that villain who actually perpetrated that crime. And so for America to look at this now and see the tragedies, the tragedies of death, we are, I mean, this is absolutely horrendous that this happened, but here you are uh, in a, in a protest with over a million people, uh, even marching to the Capitol, there was hundreds of thousands um, to see what went on uh, from the ground is very, very important because this is being called the greatest tragedy America's ever seen and so on and so forth. And yet that's not the reality on the ground. While there was some violence indeed, and it's tragic that there was, while there was uh, this smashing into the Capitol, there's people like yourself who tried to prevent that. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on The John Henry Weston Show. Hello, this is John Henry Weston. 
I'd like to invite you to subscribe to the John Henry Weston Show YouTube channel if you haven't already done so. There you will find all the past episodes and much more. Thanks again for watching, and may God bless you.